I'm Lana Lee Wilkins, and this is the Upstreamers Podcast, where we challenge moms to respond instead of react. Join us as we fight the currents of this culture and swim upstream. Today may be a sensitive topic for some of you because dun dun dun, it's about politics. But wait, don't leave. It's not just about politics, it's about politics and how we respond to them using God's Word. I hope you'll stick around. It's a good one. Today, I want to share with you something that my son is learning in school and how it has connected to my reading of scripture lately. Isn't it really fun when everything just kind of gels like that? I was talking to my oldest and he is in a logic class um, called Intermediate Logic. And uh, to be totally honest, I'm not completely keeping up with his studies. He is self-directed in many subjects, this being one of them. But I do find the topic so intriguing. So every now and then I'll watch a video with him and then do an exercise. And then of course I administer the tests and whatnot. So I keep up in my loose-ish way. So in his Latin class, they are studying many things, one of which is an if-then statement or conditional statements. And those are all over the Bible, especially in Proverbs. And I actually never noticed until I was um, schooling my son in logic. So I'm going to look at Proverbs 2 today with you and unpack some of the things I noticed as conditional statements. And then I'm going to share some amazing connections that I felt like were relevant to our current administration. So here we go. Proverbs 2, verse 1, and I'm just going to read it straight through from the NASB. My son, if you will receive my words and treasure my commandments within you, make your ear attentive to wisdom, incline your heart to understanding, For if you cry out for insight and raise your voice for understanding, if you seek her as silver and search for her as for hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and discover the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk in integrity, guarding the paths of justice. And he watches over the way of his godly ones. Then you will discern righteousness, justice, and integrity, and every good path. For wisdom will enter your heart, and knowledge will be delightful to your soul. Discretion will watch over you. Understanding will guard you to rescue you from the way of evil, from a person who speaks perverse things from those who leave the paths of uprightness to walk in the ways of darkness, who delight in doing evil and rejoice in the perversity of evil, whose paths are crooked and who are devious in their ways. Okay, I'm going to stop there. So I read Proverbs 2, 1 through 15. Now, that is a big passage. I get it. 
But man, it is so rich with if-then statements. So what I did to kind of study it, loosely study it, was I made a little chart on my whiteboard. I love whiteboarding. I can't help it. Okay. So like I have two whiteboards affixed to the walls in my house. I would have more, um, but I think two's enough, right? Uh, it's Maybe that's a problem. <laughs> Anyways, I'm obsessed with whiteboards. I do have lots of mini whiteboards. Maybe it's a homeschooler thing, whatever. So on one of my whiteboards, I have a little chart that I made, if on one side, then on the other side. And then I just started listing on the if side, it's receive my words, if we receive his words. And then the and section, treasure my commandments within you. That sounds like scripture memory to me or reading his word constantly enough that it's really in us, right? Uh, Make your ear attentive to wisdom. So we're listening to wisdom, which means reading scripture, right? Uh, Listening to um, teachings that are biblically based and um, kind of rejecting it. It doesn't say this exactly. So this is my devotional response, but uh, rejecting uh, things that do not line up with God's word, which I think Christian women should do anyway. Um, And incline your heart to understanding. And then it continues the if, if you cry out for insight, raise your voice and understanding, seek her meaning wisdom as silver, search for wisdom as hidden treasure. Here comes the thens. So skip over to the other side. Then understand the fear of the Lord. Discover the knowledge of God. I don't know about you, but those sound fantastic. I want to have the fear of the Lord. I want to discover the knowledge of God. And then it goes into this kind of side note. Hey, the Lord's the one who gives wisdom. It's from his mouth that come knowledge and understanding, right? Doesn't come from other places. Um, He's the one who stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He's the one who's a shield for people to walk in integrity. He's the one guarding the paths of justice. Hello. He's the one who watches over the ways of his godly ones. Okay. So it goes through that little side note. It has some more thens after that. Then we're going to discern righteousness, justice and integrity, and every good path. Who doesn't want that? And then it explains for wisdom is going to enter your heart. Of course, you're going to be discerning. Of course, you're going to know every good path. You're going to have wisdom from God, the only one who has it. Um, And um, knowledge will be delightful to your soul. Here's some protection verses that are in the then section. Discretion will watch over you. Understanding will guard you. These are promises. If this, then these things. To rescue us from the way of evil, from the person who speaks perverse things. I want to be rescued from those people. I don't want to be ensnared by them. I don't want to be fooled by them. If someone's speaking things that are not of God, I want to know it. I want to discern it and I'll be protected from them. Yes, Lord. Verse 13 says that we will be rescued from those who leave the paths of uprightness to walk in the ways of darkness, who delight in doing evil and rejoice in the perversity of evil. Guys, these aren't people that have no clue that they went off the path. They're not like, oh, I didn't even know I was doing the wrong thing. No, they're delighting in doing evil. Their paths are crooked. So verse 15, last one, we'll be rescued from those whose paths are crooked and who are devious in their ways. Devious, not just like, oh, whoops, I didn't know. No, devious is an intentional 
way, a lying way, a tricky, sneaky, you know, someone who wants to fool you. So Lord, I just pray that anyone listening to this would not be fooled. And I pray that we would look at all of these ifs and realize that these are conditional statements. Now, one last thing before we go, I wanted to touch on the idea that, um, well, two more things, actually. First, I want to touch on the idea that a lot of times we get into this mentality where we're feeling like we should do a list of a long laundry list of things as Christian women. I should fill in the blank. I should fill in the blank, blah, blah, blah. Um, I read a book recently called The Joy-Filled Soul by Janine Lansing, which I totally recommend. And in her book, she has a list of shoulds. Now, I'm just going to read off a couple of them, but you'll resonate exactly. You'll know what I'm talking about. So you should read your Bible first thing in the morning. You should memorize scripture. You should put on the armor of God every day. Now, does the Bible tell us to do those things? Does the Bible encourage us to know God, to spend time with him, to hide his word in our heart that we might not sin against him? I mean, there's some serious commands in God's word. At the same time, that feeling of should can really be condemnation. And we need to be careful to not get caught up in the shoulds of the Christian life. And in her book, she talks about the difference between a should and a want. And I just want to read this quote. When we love someone, we want to do what they ask. It's a privilege to obey and serve when love is what motivates us. It's not a duty or obligation. When our desire is to be with God and show him our love, then the shoulds of Christianity become wants. Isn't that beautiful? So she then unpacks her wants. I want to start each day with God instead of I should read my Bible first thing in the morning. I want to start each day with God. Isn't that such a fantastic switch around? So be careful as you're looking at the lists that are on your heart and in your mind. And as you're looking at these if-then statements, and don't become a legalist, right? Like we don't want to be a Pharisee, but we do want to remember that these blessings that God promises, they are conditional. And it's okay for him to say that. He is perfect and he can ask what he wants of us. And then the things he offers, I mean, think about this for a second. If you receive my words and treasure my commandments within you, if you cry out for insight, I mean, what am I really doing? It's a humble attitude. He wants a humble and contrite spirit. If you incline your heart to understanding, I mean, these are not like, you know, go knock on a thousand doors. Like, I mean, Jehovah's Witnesses, now they've got a really tough a really tough um, laundry list of things to accomplish. Okay, so now we get to the politics part. Yay, aren't you so excited? You're like, uh, yeah, Proverbs 2, totally tracking. And now politics, I do not get the connection. So just hang on, there totally is one. As I'm reading Proverbs 2, I was really just floored by all of the if-then statements, all those conditional statements that, again, were not meant to make legalists out of us, but really to encourage us to follow in God's ways, to um, incline our hearts to understanding 
the leadership in our country, especially Kamala Harris and Joe Biden, because they're the ones speaking the most, but I'm sure there's many others that agree with them. They are talking about what justice means. They're talking about integrity and what a good path is for our country. They're talking about what's right and wrong and truth and lies. And it occurred to me, you know, they don't understand what real justice means. They don't have discernment from God. They actually fit in the category of those that we are promised to be rescued from and protected from. God says that if we do those things, if we are crying out to him for understanding, if for insight, if we are inclining our heart to him, if we're receiving his words, treasuring his commandments, searching for wisdom as for hidden treasure, then we'll be rescued. We'll be rescued from those who delight in doing evil and rejoice in the perversity of evil. Okay. Kamala Harris, Joe Biden have made no apologies. In fact, they rejoice in what they call women's reproductive health, aka murdering and poisoning babies in the womb. This is not righteousness. This is evil. This is wickedness. It's not just, oh, an issue we just happen to disagree on. No, they're walking in the ways of darkness. And I think we need to call it what it is. So we are promised to be rescued from people like them. And so I actually think that this is a wonderful encouragement as I think about the direction of our country. Um, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm not afraid of the future. I'm excited about what God's going to do. At the same time, I look at the decisions that they're making, all the executive orders that are being laid out, all of the rhetoric that's being spilled out about what equity means, what equality means, what justice means. And the truth is, Kamala Harris and Joe Biden do not know what justice means. Because number one, they are not getting their wisdom from God. They're not. They are celebrating evil things. They are celebrating perversities such as uh, transgenderism. And don't get me started. We've just got to to keep this short. But I want to say that if they're the kinds of people that celebrate evil, then they don't fit the if statements. Does that make sense? If they're not doing the ifs, they cannot possibly, cannot possibly discern what justice is, cannot possibly understand the good path. So there you have it. Proverbs 2 and politics. As Christian moms, we get to decide many things. We get to decide how we react to our kids. We get to decide how we react to our culture and the politics around us. So as we look at what the world is saying when it comes to what justice means and what it means to have integrity, what it means to be on a good path as a country, as a family, let's look to God's word for that. Let's look at the kind of things that he promises those who are willing to receive his words, treasure his commandments, be attentive to his wisdom, incline our hearts to understanding, cry out for insight, raise our voice for understanding, seek for wisdom as silver. 
He promises us so many protections. He promises to rescue us from so many evil things. So let's go for it, you know? Let's go for those things. So I pray for you that you will have um, a clear mind and a clear head um, as you look at your life and what it looks like in your walk with God to pursue those things. And I just bless you. I pray that God's favor be upon you and that you have a fantastic week. Thanks for listening to Upstreamers Podcast. This is a listener-supported station, so please click on the button to support us so we can keep prioritizing our time well and pouring into you ladies. Thanks for listening. Keep swimming upstream.